K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got up on mine. Mine, mine, mine. Welcome back to the podcast Dojo, baby. You know what it is. It's a very special Resurrection Sunday edition. Well, this ain't show ain't gonna come out on Sunday, but it's Resurrection Sunday where we are. Right. A black on both sides. One half your host, King Kuna 3X. You know what it is. My esteemed colleague, co-host, my main man, my toucan Sam, my ace in the hole. Nine out of ten. World renowned, universally accepted, locally known. You know how it goes. It's been a trying day, 420 yesterday. It's Mr. B on us. What's up, B? What's going on, man? Try to recover from this 420 yesterday, man. Got a little out of hand. So, uh, man, is, does, how often does 420 fall the day before Easter? I don't think I could. I don't recall that. I don't recall being a practitioner of 420, a 420 reveler and having that happen the day before Easter. Right. But, like, that's odd. You're still high on Easter Sunday. Probably a few. Probably a few. You know, because, yeah, you know, some people are doing edibles and, you know, never really can tell. Right. <laughs> when, it's the, when, that, when that junk hits. So, right. uh, long story short, I felt a disturbance in the force a few days ago when one of our, my podcast brethren, uh, Jimmy Macklin, No Nonsense Show, broke the California line again. I didn't even know he was coming. Well, he's way up north, though. Yeah, now, but he was in L.A. He had a layover in L.A. That's when I felt a disturbance in the force. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So happy Resurrection Sunday, be honest. It sounds like you're in a happy Resurrection Sunday, bright, sunshiny, birds-chirping location, too. I am. You know, That's so happy. listeners, as you know, King Kunta is still displaced. Technically, you could call it homeless. You wouldn't be, wouldn't be a lie. It would not be a lie to call King Kunta homeless right now. It would not. So are you, are you podcasting from a bench in a park? I'm podcasting <laughs> from outdoor patio furniture in lovely San Bernardino. No, I feel Riverside, California. I, I feel I really feel warm, man. I feel like I'm out there, you know, enjoying the sun with you. You should because he's risen. Maybe. Well, body's not there. Right. Right. That could mean lots of things, but let's just say. It's well, there's not. Well, they know where they put it, right? Right. And somebody said it's not there anymore. Right. Right. So didn't he say something about, I think that's what he said he was going to do. Yeah. Well, was it, was it supposed to be, I don't know. I don't know if it was metaphorical or literal. All we know is that this is a very uh, prominent and important day. For Christians throughout the world, it's the day that Jesus Christ, their Savior, has risen from the dead. So if you're out there celebrating Christmas, uh, not Christmas, <laughs> I got to get my nonsense straight, right? <laughs> I got to get my make-believe in order. Uh, if you're out there celebrating Easter, uh, pull out the sharpest, most colorful Easter suit. <laughs> We're matching gators. Gotta have gators. And make sure that you've got here's a pro tip. Write the speech down on a note card. That way, when you don't remember it, 
you ain't got to hear all those take your time babies. <laughs> you don't have to risk looking over and seeing your mom mouth the words in church. I'm going to beat your ass when we get home. Right. Just put it on a cue card. Do, do, uh, uh, do Kojic people go to church on Sunday or Saturday? Sunday, man. Nobody I- practices the Sabbath, but Seventh-day Adventists and... Jews, I think. I bet a Easter celebration at a Kojic church. The suits, man. I bet they the bring suits. it down. The suits. Um, listeners, as you know, uh, King Kuta's mother is actually a uh, a uh, a pastor of a evangelical church. Mm. Do you know she refuses refuses to use the word Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, the apple doesn't far fall doesn't fall far from the tree. King Kunta is a historical intellectual, and he did pick up that gene apparently from his mother. So, even though his mother is a pastor of an evangelical church, she does know a little bit about history. And so, Easter as a Hoteps and other people who know who know things should know is actually taken from the term Ishtar. Uh oh. Ishtar is an ancient uh, holiday, a pagan holiday, celebrating uh, fertility in which there were bunnies and egg symbols used. To represent sexuality and fertility. Oh yeah, I thought it was oh. about ISIS. You talking about sex now? Oh no no no! Why the egg? Why the bunnies? What do bunnies do? Fuck. They fuck like bunnies and have a lot of eggs or a lot of babies. What do we do with eggs? You want to fertilize the eggs? Yeah. So that's why. What do what do what do bunnies and eggs have to do with Jesus? Not a damn thing. Uh, I don't know. Jesus had a dick. That's. Is it written? It's written. True. Is it? <laughs> he came. Is it written? He came from the same way that a bunny makes a bunny, a little baby bunny. Same thing. I guess, man. Long story short, so my mom, my mama, uh, mom Dukes, which is a term I hate. My mom refuses to refer to it as Easter. Instead, is Resurrection Sunday. Okay. Amen. Okay, that's more important anyway. Saying that is way more important than Easter anyway. Is it? I think so. Easter is a, is a weird word. Because the root, the root word is east. What does that what What does that have to do with anything? Why east? No, it's not. It's not. No, that's not. <laughs> that's not the the way to look at it. it I mean, it's 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 been mixed and bastardized from Ishtar. Do you want to say that Sumerian? Maybe I'm wrong. I would I would say some something like that. Sumerian sounds about right. So east is not. You got east is a different. Is a misnomer. It's not. It's not. The east is not the the root word. It's kind of like saying "Amen." Amen actually is I mean, uh, a bastardization of the Egyptian word "Amun," ah, ah. which is you're saying something. You're saying "Let it, let it be" in a sacred way. You right. know, you're agreeing. It's like "Ashe." That the hotel say, "What an interesting conversation to have on Resurrection Sunday." I know, it's blasphemy. It is because you know. Anyway, so all you Marys out there, don't you weep and tell Martha don't not to moan because he's risen today. They done rolled the stone away, and he ain't there. <laughs> and he's on went out and he's on you know hung out with his bros, 
covertly. And then he came back and said, hey, it's me. But well, I, I didn't even know it was you. Pastor Pastor Kunta, I have a question. Yep. If the rock was so damn heavy that they couldn't move it, how do they move it the first time to put him in there or the third time to check him? You know, whenever I ha- I run into a, something like that, a quandary, an, intellect- an ancient intellectual quandary, I think about one of my favorite history channel programs called Ancient Aliens. So the answer is probably aliens with like, you know, either <laughs> magnetic powers or some shit. They're like, oh, what's this? It's Big Hope, Big Rock. What's in here? Oh. No. I messed up. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the first time when they put his body in there, it was humans. How do they move the rock then? And then when they checked it, the humans, how do they check it if the rock was too heavy to move? You're underestimating Roman horsepower. By Roman horsepower, I actually mean Roman soldier power. Okay. Apparently, Roman soldiers are all like, like you know, strong men right. of the age. Yeah. Right. So you get about five of those. Yeah. I mean, you've got as much manpower as probably some sort of a, you know, a modern day crane. So what if we got what if we got ten regular niggas in the middle of the night to come in and and do the work of those five Romans and just took the body. Now, you know, he had more than 10 followers. But I'm just saying, let's just say we use In 10. total. Let's just say we just only need 10 because 10 regular niggas is like five Roman soldiers. Well, somebody's going to have to have some pulleys and some levers and some ropes eh. because, and, some, and some torches because it's hard to see at night. And I don't know about you, but, you know, you probably don't want to be where something's been... De- decomposing for three days. It's probably a bad idea. Right. Yeah. I'm going to stop pretending I'm you and stop pissing people off. If you celebrate Easter, good on you. Happy Easter. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, to those, you know, to our, uh, our, our brothers and sisters of the lost tribes of David, you know, happy post-Passover. Uh, Pass- Passover was on 420. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that was yesterday, but so enough about all that. Uh, so let's see what's what's going on in the world today. What's hot in them streets? What's hot in them streets is uh, did you see where Russell Wilson of uh, Sierra Sierra's husband, Russell Wilson, Seattle's uh, Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson, signed that new NFL uh, mega deal to, with Seattle. Is he now the highest paid? He's now the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League. Right. He he signed a deal, a contract for $140 million. That's a lot. Yeah. So, you know, I want to say congratulations to Russell for doing that. Mm -hmm. But did you see the picture of him signing? I didn't. Does it look weird? Because I got some questions. Okay. So... It's Russell with a pen in his hand, and beside him, let me paint the picture, is Baby Future, smiling wide as shit, because he figures we've all come up. Then next to him is Sierra, and then uh, their daughter, whose name I don't know. (laughs) You know Future. Question. Are we okay with this? Is this what, you know, I mean, future is uh, not dead. So uh, would you be okay? 
mean, is Russell out of bounds having one of the official pictures of him signing this contract with futures with his adopted son, his stepson, with his stepson, he's not adopted, his stepson right on his lap as he's signing it. Is that, is that out of bounds? What do no, you think? I don't think that's out of bounds. I don't think it's out of bounds. Okay, what do you think Future's going to think of this? I think he'll probably hate it, but he should have done better. Does Russell know what he's doing? <laughs> no, I think he has no idea what he's up against. I think that, that it's short-sighted to believe that he can continue... Um, you mean that petty? Yeah, he can continue doing the... Well, I don't even know if it's petty, because I'm, 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 I'm guaranteeing you that... It didn't start out with Russell saying, "Hey, why don't you come get on my lap for this picture?" I don't think he's that kind of guy. I think either either one, Sierra did it, or the kid just wanted to be there. It looks I believe, like because I believe Sierra is that petty. It seems it like, looks like futures probably going to run into that scenario that I've heard you talk about in other podcasts a long, long time ago about a kid calling another man dad. Right. I feel like. How do you feel about that, first of all? Before we even go into their specific relationship, how do you feel about that personally? Well, who's who's doing daddy things? And from what I can tell, it seems like everywhere Russell is, baby future's not far behind. Meaning it seems like he's present on a regular basis with uh, baby future. It seems like they have a real relationship. Right. It seems like he's raising him as if he is exactly his own son. Right. And we all know that Future got a lot of kids. Most of them he don't see. So I feel if the father is not being a father on a regular basis... For whatever reason, the reason is really inconsequential. It's only going to be natural that the child is going to start to see the person that's taking a father role in that light. So, I, 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 you know, if so, you know, the proof, I believe, is in the pudding. Baby Future looks happy as shit to be with Russell's signing this piece of paper. He may not know what the piece of paper means, but he's right. happy as shit to be where he is. So... Right. Yeah, future gonna have to have that conversation about you know, or maybe not future. Maybe uh, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? I have not, of course. Right. Okay. Well, it's like very famous scene in Guardians of the Galaxy two, where Yondu says, "He may be your father, but I'm your daddy." That's what that's what Russell Wilson is. Future, maybe baby futures, daddy. I mean, father, but Russell is actually the one that's daddy duties on a daily basis. Right. I think that's clear. So I guess, you know, after talking it out, sussing it out with you, be honest, I no longer have a problem with the picture. Here's some, I'll go, a step, I'll go a step further. I don't, okay. think, I don't think there's a problem if, let's say, Future was being a good dad and was fulfilling his side of the, of, of the, the deal. I don't see a problem with, uh, with Russell still being a good dad and that guy calling him daddy also. And that, that, that's a personal experience. I have a son that does not live with me or Kit, and um, he has a, a, his, his mother mar- married, 
And so now he has a, a dad that's in the house, and he has me as well, and we both do our job. And I don't have a problem with both of us being dad. I feel like the the dude has done what he. I, I feel like the dude has done what's necessary to be called dad. He's he treats my son just like his other kids that live in the house as well. There are four other kids that live in the house, so my son is the oldest of five at that house. Cool. He treats my son as if he were one of his as well. Um, you know, whether that be discipline, whether that be uh, congratulations, whether that be he needs something, he'll put money, he, he pays for it. Like, you know, that it's that I don't feel like there's a lot of separation between how he treats my kid and how he treats his kids. And because of that, I think he's pretty much earned that re- that response, that role. I mean, he he deserves to be called dad as well because he's being a dad to my son. You know, I'm being I'm being a dad to my son and he's being a dad to my son. That's just more dads. To me, that's better. I can see what you're saying. I can go along with it. I just think that a lot of dudes probably, there's probably a substantial amount of, 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 of people that might would have a problem with that uh, future being one of them. And, yeah. uh, you know, I would say it like this. Uh, one, I, you know, what you're saying makes rational sense, but uh, we're talking about emotions here. And, and when future is caught up in his feelings to drop, you know, a diss track about this, knowing full well that Russell has banned Future's music from Seattle, Seattle Seahawks practices, um, which is pretty petty. <laughs> that is petty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's petty. Uh, that's pretty damn petty. <laughs> and that was from a while ago. I don't even know if the band is still in place. Right. I don't know. I don't know. But you will not be hearing Wi-Fi lit probably anywhere in Renton, Washington, or wherever the Seattle Seahawks facility is, but um, I, I promise, I, I it took me time to get there. I wasn't there originally in the beginning because me and the guy had an issue with he wanted me to call him instead of instead of his the my kid's mom for issues. Nah. We got, but we nah. got over that. We talked about it. We got through that. He was trying just to make sure that you know he was her husband and all that stuff. So usually in times of ish, like when there's struggle in that, that conversation is usually something about insecurity, whether it be the, the biological dad or the married or the, the person who's living in the house dad. And once you get past those insecurities, none of that other shit matters. All that matters is the kid is taken care of and he's uplifted and give, given the opportunity to be the best kid he can be. That's what really matters. Once the insecurities are gone, you don't have these silly issues that Russell and future are having. Yeah, well, Russell and Future are going to continue to have silly issues yeah. because uh, <laughs> this is going to play out in the public because exactly. he's both celebrities. Right. Um, and Well, if you got three celebrities involved and posses, when right. I say posses, I'm particularly talking about Future's posses, whatever, and whoever Sarah's crew is right now. And so right. they're probably going to keep uh, this con- this you know, combative situation going. Imagine but this kid to, is good. What if this kid is good at football and it, it all comes back again once he's good? Who's going to be on the sidelines, Russell or Future? Oh, man, it's going to be crazy. Oh, well, you already know. That's, that's not crazy. You know the answer to that. Russell will be on the sidelines. The kid will run and hug him, after you know, at the end of the games. And then they'll have, you know, Future either somewhere at sitting somewhere else in the arena, you know, with a, with a, with a stank face. Or he won't even be there. I just, got, I just get the feeling that Future has so many damn kids. <laughs> Didn't they say they were changing his name? Going to? I think they heard they were changing the kid's name. Mm, I'm not familiar with that. You know what? They should. 
A stupid name, Future. It is a dumb name. That's not even you his get, real name. You get daddy's stage name. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's his real name? Tredavia? Something like that. Yeah, you're your daddy's stage name. It's like, and I wonder what they actually call him. They, they can't call they Listen, <laughs> Russell banned the music from, from practice. Right. There's no fucking way he's calling that kid Future. Right. So whatever they call him is probably what they're considering changing it to. Yeah. I think it's a good but Anyway, idea. I'm, I just want to say shout out to Russell Wilson for being the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League. Although he looks completely mixed, he's apparently all black. Shocked shit out of me too. I'm not shocked. You remember that picture of Russell Wilson when he got drafted with his girlfriend at the time? I think so. Remember the face she made when she thought she hit the lotto? That was crazy. That was some demonic shit, man. That was crazy. If we want to talk about a victim in all of this, uh, Russell Wilson, Sierra nonsense, it's got to be Russell Wilson's first wife. Talk about not, you know, not, 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 not getting the full value out of your investment. It's crazy. Right. I wonder how much she invested. Because, well, she was, she was, you know, you know Russell was, was smashing them, them, pasty flat backs while he was in Wisconsin. So oh, she was, you know. Wow, I looked up the picture you're talking about. What is that? Her mouth is huge. <laughs> her, her mouth is huge. <laughs> she could take it all. It was Jason Momoa. Yeah! Yeah, she could take it all. Uh, you wouldn't want to give it all. She, you wouldn't. He'd have concerns about getting it back. Yeah, you might She's not get those, that back. She's got those Julia Roberts mouths. Like, why is your mouth so big? I don't understand. <laughs> One of Mick Jagger's mouth. You got too much mouth. Are you a human? What's going on? Her teeth, too much are, mouth here. her teeth are perfectly straight, though. So, hey. It's not about the teeth. It's about that <laughs> dis, disjointed jaw, like a great white shark. Those eyes. Oh, my God. Look, at, look it up, listeners. You have to look up this picture. I typed in um, Russell, Wilton, Russell Wilson draft wife, and it was the first picture. It's crazy, man. Wow. And like I said, you know, she's probably the one that's hurt the most because Future is just being petty. Does he care about baby Future? Who's to say? Right. She lost everything. Say? Yeah, she lost a whole... She lost several bags. All the bags are gone. Right. Because I'm not even sure what, she, what, what the, the divorce settlement was. That was back on his original contract, I believe. So, yeah, man. Oh, well, you know, if you're out there in Madison, Wisconsin and at a steak and shake or... Hey, <laughs> you happen to run into her, you know, tell her, chin up, you know, just remember the good times. That's messed up. I'm just, I'm just saying, she just, uh, you know, she looks like the type of person that would not have managed the money wisely, right. thinking, you know, she's going to have a forever revenue stream. Right. Yeah. All right. Speaking of managing money wisely and having a forever revenue stream, have you heard this stuff about Cardi B is apparently pleading not guilty, turning down a plea deal to get out of this uh, strip club incident that happened in 2017? I don't even heard. I haven't even heard about the incident. What happened? <sighs> Damn it. Be honest. You don't know what happened? It's I, I know that, that she was alleged to have been part of an assault at a strip club okay. in 2017. Fair enough. We don't have to get into the details. And... 2017, she was already like, you know, a thing then. Right. And she turned down the plea deal to accept a, a lesser charge of like a misdemeanor. Oh, so, wow. 
so okay, so here it is. Uh, so she could have got out of this with just a misdemeanor, and she's turning the whole thing down. And this is just too much, I think, in light of uh, what recently happened with um, with the whole I drug men and then I robbed them, right. Bill Cosby style, right. except there's no sex. And this is just too much, man. I'm just wondering. I mean, how are her how how are her sponsors? going to respond to this continued level of nonsense. Right. Can't be good. Can't be good. She makes too much money for this shit. So is the charge going to be a felony if she doesn't take the plea? Well, hold on a second. So the case stems from... uh, I had to say a real name. Anytime I see her real name, I feel like I must say the real name. Is it what, a Condoleezza, like Condoleezza or something? Nope. Uh... Belcalis, Marlanis, Almanzar, right, rejected the offer to plead guilty to a Class A misdemeanor charge, in which she would have received a conditional discharge. She is due back in court next month. The case stems from Cardi B's alleged involvement in a fight in Flushing, New York strip club last August. She had been charged with two misdemeanor counts of reckless endangerment, one misdemeanor count of assault. Okay, so these are misdemeanors. According to the police, Cardi B threw chairs and bottles during the incident. Ah, ratchet. 2017. Now, she's already got money. What are you doing? Throwing chairs and bottles at your former place of work. You know what? If I were to become, like, you know, media big, I would probably go back to my place of work and throw chairs and bottles, too. Would you? Maybe. I don't think I would. Well, not all of them. Just one. Maybe one or two. Not all of them. <laughs> My point is, what the fuck, man? Can't we get past this shit? You too much money. Right. Too much money doing stupid shit. Speaking of too much money doing stupid shit, shit about Kodak Black. I did. Why the fuck? Was he at the border? <laughs> what the? With guns and drugs. Guns with one. S. Guns. Two. Why in the entire fuck would he be driving with the guns and the drugs? Yeah. Three. Ain't this nigga on probation? (laughs) (sighs) Did he just cancel himself? He did. Did it to himself. It's like, uh, what did did, uh, J. Cole... What was it? No, it was Kendrick. That line says, I was going to do it to him, but they did it to themselves. Yeah. Fucking Kodak Black's not even going to give us time to cancel him. He's canceled himself. Yeah. He's canceling himself. And I got to say, you know what? I, I had written in uh, to one of my friends that we didn't need to throw Kodak Black away after his comments about Nipsey Hussle and Lauren London. It's more about Lauren London than Nipsey Hussle. We didn't really say anything about Nip. Um, and that we didn't really need to throw him away. And that if he's willing to try to understand his influence and try to do better that we as a people of color could use somebody like Kodak Black because Kodak Black does have an actual fan base of people that look to him for guidance. Right. But I premise that with my friend on that he will have to want to change. And I, and, and I don't see him wanting to change shit. Did no. you see the picture of him walking out of custody after this border arrest? I didn't see that. He took... Uh, various bills of various denominations, I'm not sure what they were, and made a fan. And he walked out with these monies in a 
shape of a fan over his face. Like a like a geisha? Yeah. (laughs) Tone deaf. Don't get it. Don't understand. Yeah. In the words of Dave Chappelle, I should have never gave you niggas money. Yeah, he wants it. So he's going to... Stay tuned, listeners. I I think Kodak's going to cancel himself and... Quite frankly, after listening to various, you know, selections from his catalog, our our ears will be all the better for it. Yeah. All right, man. I don't put this shit off long enough. Oh, dun dun dun. Well, it's two things. One thing is probably not important in the grand scheme. The other thing is. So, which one do you want to talk about? They're both important to me and you, be honest. I'll tell you that. Uh, you know what? Let's go and get to the one that's not that important, so we can end on a, on a heavy note, I guess. Wait, 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 wait. No, let's do that last. All right, man. So, you know, Nipsey Hussle, you know, passing and all the outpouring of love and support I've been seeing, I've I really been trying to move different and and be positive, but the world ain't stopped turning. Be honest, you see this shit that happened in Florida with the uh, 14-year-old teenage boy? No, what happened? So in Florida, Broward County, uh, I don't know exactly where Broward County is. In Florida, there was a uh, after-school fight planned to be held at a McDonald's. And that was nearby a campus, a uh, high school or junior high school. Junior high, high school. And so kids from the high school went to this McDonald's to watch this planned fight between two people. With me so far? Yep. World star. Somehow or another, the, uh, the, the fight was leaked to the public. Uh, to the police, and the police show up. They shut the fight down. Okay. Now, while the fight's being shut down, there's an arrest being made. And this kid's cell phone falls out of his uh, out during, as he's being arrested. A friend of his goes down to pick up the cell phone. As you know, cell phone's pretty damn expensive. Right. He is body slammed by a grown officer thrown to the ground. Another grown officer jumps on his neck and back, puts his hands on the kid's face, both hands, slams it into the ground, and then proceeds to punch him in the side of the head. After he's slammed his face into the ground, Willfully, intentionally, first move. As I jump on, I slam your face to the ground. Kid's 13. Kid's not Zion Williams, so he's not a large kid. All these black children are around screaming at this. Uh, while I'm talking, to be honest, what I want you to do is I want you to take a quick Google and look at this so you can see it in real time what I'm talking about. Because I want you to just see how unnecessary uh, the guy slamming the kid's head into the ground after he was down was because uh, that's that's that was his start of this um, was black kid I feel attacked let me slam his face into the concrete okay yeah so, I'm, it. I'm looking at it right. now yeah so yeah, the, the, so let, like, let me let me let me shout out these sick fucks who are now under investigation because they're under investigation. Yeah. Um, so the white officer who slammed the kid's head into the ground off top, Christopher Krikovich, 
And the officer that initially body slammed the kid and is behind the white cop restraining him, Sergeant Greg Lacerra. Um, the boy is actually 15, year old, 15 years old. His name was Luca. Um, he's now part of a hashtag called Justice for Luca. The officers are apparently on uh, at, at an administrative duty. The mayor of Broward County has said that um, well, the mayor of the area, Broward County is not the area, but the mayor, the local mayor has said that uh, the cops should be fired and that they have to investigate these incidents. And indeed, the actual police department is saying that they're going to investigate the incidents fully. So you've seen this, to be honest. What do you think about this? I watched it four times just now while we were, while we were talking. Um, How could that be his first move on a teenager who's not Zion Williams' size? To slam his face into the concrete. Okay, so I, I, there's conflicting things here to, from what you said. So I want to first, let's define and clarify what we saw and then compare notes to make sure we're saying the same thing. So there was a, an arrest that's not on camera, true or false? True. Okay, so the kid, the, the video starts with the kid in the red shirt looking like he's bending down to do something. Possibly what you're saying is pick up the cell phone. Okay, he stands up. He's not being aggressive he's not even going towards the cop he looks like he's backing away actually very slightly the cop walks over to him and they're probably about mm, i would say two and a half feet away from each other so they're within touching distance at this point the cop decides to pull up his large can industrial strength pepper spray and oh, i forgot that part he pepper sprayed him before he body slammed but look though it was it was point blank range like it was like he if I'm telling you they're two and a half feet away from each other and he extends his arm all the way, what is that telling you? That it, the pepper spray is basically in the kid's face, as in the kid could almost kiss the pepper spray tip. And he sprays him in the face for a, a good a good burst. And it's not the little shit that women carry on their keychain. This is the industrial strength riot. Right. Riot, yeah. He sprays him in the face. The kid turns away, obviously, because he's just got sprayed with a, a face full of, I would say, two second, two second, three second spray. The cop grabs him. I don't know about the body slam. What it looks like is he slings him to the ground. But, I mean, this is still a grown-ass, big-ass red dog. If you're from Atlanta, you know what I'm talking about. Red dog-ass paramilitary police officer. Not the regular, you know, black and white playing, you know, hit-the-beat cop. This is a this is one of the paramilitary-looking police officers. He wants to be SWAT, but yeah. he's apparently not. He slings him. He slings him by his backpack. If you so if you've ever if you ever been trying to run away from one of your friends when you got in a fight at school or something and you're just playing and they grab you by the backpack and and pull you you know that that changes your entire body direction so this guy grabs the backpack slings the kid to the ground immediately follows that up with a heavy ass I would say he's probably two seventy in in weight if I had to guess he looks like he's about Plus gear yeah he looks like he's about six four two seventy if I just had to guess. He immediately follows that that sling to the ground with a knee to the to his mid mid back. So not even the lower back where his body can bend a little bit. Not even the upper back where he can kind of use his shoulders to to uh, offset the weight. But in the middle of his back, and um, another cop comes from the other side, grabs him by his the back of his hair, his head, and just keeps mushing his face down into the concrete. Not like. Um, not like like ripping it across concrete, but literally just like pushing his nose directly into the ground over and over and over. And he's over the kid, so he's obviously has a lot of the leverage to do it with force. But that's not good enough. Then he grabs the other side of his head and and punches him in the head, the side of his head with a fist. So that's the, that's the right the video, right? Version. That's the right that's video. The right video. Okay. I gave you the Cliff's notes. Uh, my Cliff's notes actually painted in a better light than what. 
PNS has said. Oh, so no, it's the point worse. Is, yeah. And you reminded me, one of the things the mayor said is that, the, or it was either the mayor or the chief of police, uh, was that uh, the proper thing after pepper spraying should have been to have cuffed the kid there right. rather than sling him down, body slam him, put a knee in your back, and have your, your uh, colleague come over and slam his face into the concrete. And then give him more hits to the head. No, I wish it was. A, I wish it was a slam his face to the concrete. It wasn't that. It was far more disrespectful and damaging. He he basically grabbed the kid's head and went pam 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 pam. He hit it like four or five times into. That's the what I'm talking about. So, in my opinion, if you do that once with my head, I I view that as you're slamming my head in the concrete. Right. So 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 this is you know, it is more disrespectful. In other words. He meant to hurt the kid specifically, but it's like it vindictive. wasn't to restrain. Yeah, it was vindictive. I'm going to hurt you. It was vindictive. It was obviously vindictive. And then he punched him in the and side then of his head. Doing that, and he decides to you know punch him in the side of the face. Okay, I've heard the kid was anywhere from thirteen to fifteen. He's little. He's a kid. He's little. He's not. He's not tiny. You know what I'm saying? He's a teenager. You saying he, he's Trayvon Martin sized? I don't even think he's that big. I don't even think he's that big. He's like, his backpack is bigger than him. They set the kid up, and the kid's face is a horror show. It's just blood everywhere. Did they break anything? I don't know the injuries He's yet. very um, lucky. He's very lucky if he, didn't, if he didn't suffer something. I don't know how he couldn't, uh, given, well, you know, I don't, I don't know how he couldn't. So, you know, something needs to be done. And... Is firing enough? I don't know. I think there, there's enough there for at least a civil case for criminal assault. We'll see. Criminal charges? I don't know. If anything, it'd say excessive force. I don't necessarily know if that would generate criminal charges in Florida. I'm not sure. But, you know, when you see something like that, it really reminds you of the aspect of just get home. Of, you know, we can't, we have to have a back have our head on the swivel. We have to be careful as people of color when we're around police officers because we don't know if they're having a bad day. When a cop's having a bad day, you die. Did it look like that to you? Did it look like those cops were having a bad day? It didn't to me. I don't know. It didn't to me. It didn't to me. I just know that they decided that, you know, they wanted to send a message. You know... Was this coordinated? I don't even know. This is something they had to decide before they were going to mess somebody up. I don't know. How would the other cop know? All right, I just saw him pepper spray him, and I saw my big man slam him down and get him with that knee to the back. I right, now I'm going to jump in. Was this coordinated? Understand. I don't. Did they decide they were going to fuck somebody up? I don't know. All I know is that you know I'm thankful Luca is alive. Justice for Luca is the hashtag. Here's, here's, here's my concern. I hope that, you know, he, you know, gets paid substantially and, and whatever can be done to these officers is actually done. Here's I'm my, not sure what that is, though. Here's my concern. I do feel like the, the cops were way past, excessive isn't even a good word. I feel like they were way past excessive. Here's my problem, though. Let's say you're a good stand-up cop. As many people as there were there surrounding them, what should a cop do? And that's what I think needs to be addressed. What does a good cop do in that situation? And if, if there's training on it, then they need to maybe spread that training a little bit better because that seems like a, a crazy, un- insurmountable 
position to be in as a cop. I don't believe that I would choose to pepper spray somebody at point blank range and sling them to the ground with my knee in their back and let my partner mush their face into the ground several times before punching them in the side of the head. I think that that's a ridiculous way to handle that situation. But what is the way that you handle that situation? It seems very difficult for a cop to navigate that. However, it seems like they were looking for a situation, those two officers. You can't do it that way. That that can't be the the result. That can't be how you know what this is how well this is how we'll do it. Since there's so many of them, let's just beat the dog shit out of this one little kid, and that way everybody else will know. But damn, what about the little kid? Like that one kid who 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 yes was at a violent get together, a potentially criminal get together. He was there, so he's guilty of that. I'll give you that, police officers. He was guilty of being in the place where a crime was about to happen. So therefore he could be looked at as a criminal. I get it. That makes sense. Oh, I don't know about that. No, 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 that's that, that's, no, that's that, a lot of jumps. That makes sense. There he's in a place where there's about to be a crime committed and they and from from the person walking into it, you have to assume that everybody there is part, is partaking in that crime because it's a it's a group fight that's planned. So I it can, was not a group fight. I thought that's what you said. I thought that's what you said. It wasn't a group fight. It was a planned fight between probably two individuals. Oh, fight. okay, got you. Never mind. I take that back then. So there's no, there's no, uh, there's no uh, what they call it. There's no uh, suspicion. You can't just impute criminality gotcha. to the entire uh, crowd at large based gotcha. on that. I, I retract my statement. I thought you said it was a group fight. Yeah. So it, it's even worse now. So. In that situation where there are people all around, but do you I, see? I was thinking this whole time that this was supposed to be like a you know Jets versus the. the no, <laughs> these are two dudes or two women or whoever. Wow. Who said right? Okay, let's head on after school, and everybody at school will pass. Oh, they gonna fight at McDonald's. Let's go check it out. Wow, I thought it was like the Jets versus the Sharks or whatever, but this is obviously not West Side Story. This is just two niggas about to fight. Why? Yeah, two, and uh, and everybody else at their school is gonna world start. Why is paramilitary police there anyway? That's not paramilitary SWAT police type shit. That's just that's just a regular day at high school. Like there, there's no there's no resource officer around. There's nobody who can just kind of hey, come on now. You know what y'all doing? Carry that down the street or whatever. But yeah, it, it, it's it's totally excessive now. Now that I know that this was just a regular a regular fight. Come on, man. We we have to do way better. And and why not just let the kids fight? Fuck. I don't know, man. I don't have answers to this. All I know is that I'm thankful that Luca is alive um, because the way that he was attacked, he could not be alive. Absolutely. Did it turn out that he was even the one who was supposed to be in the fight? Or was he not even part of the no, fight? No, he's not in the fight. He, just, yeah. he's, right. he, he, was, he was just, he might have been a friend of somebody that was going to fight. Right. Give me but, a break. But no, he was not involved in the fight. Wow. wow. Yeah, he was going to upload to YouTube like everybody else. Wow. But, you know... For the wrong reasons. Um, so, well, you know, we could say we want them to be an example be made of the police officers, but I don't know if that would change anything. There has got to be a new rules of engagement. Well, state laws, system. man. There has the to be states, a new rules of states engagement. States and municipalities are going to differ on what they accept and don't accept. So I don't know about, you know, the uniform. Well, you, you told me, you told me this is about voting. So whatever y'all got to do to figure I'm, out. I'm about to get back to this. Be honest. Under President Obama in the last two years, the Department of Justice was trying to crack it down, crack down on police brutality. And Attorney General Sessions, one of the first things he did was repeal those Obama safeguards regarding uh, cracking down on police brutality. So they're not going to be managed by the Department of Justice, which means it's going to be up to the cities, states, municipalities themselves to determine what they think is okay and what's not okay. 
the one saving grace I can say in this is that at least the mayor of the area and at least the person responsible, the police uh, person responsible, I want to say police chief, for these officers are saying that this is wrong and there needs to be an, an investigation that's going to be conducted right. and this was excessive. So that's the best we got right now. That's pretty good. Because there won't be any federal oversight. Yeah. That's not, not going to happen. Speaking of no federal oversight, the Mueller report dropped. You said, you said the, the Jesse Smollett report. Jesse? Oh, no, not Jesse. You said the Smollett report or the Mueller report? The Mueller report. Oh, it sounded similar to Smollett. I'm sorry. No, nah, we ain't going to get the Smollett report. They burnt all that shit. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. Though now I don't know because the prosecutor's not going to be able to have the Empire uh, cameo that she was promised. But anyway, <laughs> back to the Mueller report. Surprising to no one, it doesn't say what Attorney General Barr's summary said it said. And have you looked into the report much at all, be honest? I mean, how could I not hear about it? But I haven't done my own research, no. All right, so here's the takeaway. So there's a 400-page report that's available to anybody who wants it. Uh, last place I saw it was CNN. Uh, I posted a link in the Slack, both the uh, showroom and the knowledge corner. For those that know, know. Those are our listeners outside. If you go through CNN.com, they have, a, they have the whole thing there. Uh, it's available other places, but that's at least one place I know for sure it's available. Uh, it's 400 pages long. And what we learn is that basically everyone, let me, let me, let me do this way. What we learn is, is on the issue of collusion with Russia between the Trump presidential campaign and Russian agents. The takeaway from the report is that Russia clearly wanted to influence the 2016 presidential election in favor of Donald Trump. And Donald Trump and his people clearly wanted to um, benefit from Russia's help. However, and I'm going to be inflammatory, it seems that Donald Trump's people were too stupid to work efficiently with the Russian people that wanted to help them. <laughs> Meaning they did everything up to the point of treason. And those that did go past that point have been charged, yep. such as Paul Manafort, Michael Flynn. Right. Um, so the special counsel, the special investigator was unable to draw a conclusion that additional people from the Trump campaign, including Donnie Jr., Kushner, had broken the letter of the law and colluded directly and intentionally, not colluded, but acted in conspiracy with Russian officials. They just couldn't do it. They, they just missed, missed it by that much. They just missed. Right. Due to their own... Inefficiency, inability, mediocrity, mediocrity. <laughs> Russia wanted to help. They wanted Russia help. But as you got higher up the chain, they just could not quite figure out how to do it efficiently. I thought, I thought it was more along the lines of they actually would say no. They wouldn't do the last thing because they knew that that was putting them in, in risk. That's no, no, you're, you're on the other side. You're in part two. Oh, okay, sorry. 
So part one of the report is about collusion with Russia. Collusion is gotcha. not a real thing, by the way. Gotcha. Yeah, and so the, the, collusion is not a term of art, nor is it a term used by the special investigator, Robert Mueller. But Attorney General Barr says no collusion, no collusion, no collusion. That's Donald Trump's words. Right. So Attorney General Barr is basically new Rudy Giuliani. And you probably should take anything he says with a grain of salt, or at least the same level as you would uh, Sarah Sanders. And we know why Attorney General Barr was brought in. He was brought in to fix it. And he was brought in because he put his hand up and said, hey, I'm someone who believes that you should never indict a sitting president ever. He wrote, a, he wrote an article on this, and the same year he found himself being the, uh, the new Attorney General. So, you know, you can look into that. You can unpack that. These are not just Kunta's takes. He's most everybody with a brain. You can really look into a uh, bar. You'll see and hear and understand that he's not coming from an uh, independent place. He's acting as Trump's essentially defense counsel, the attorney general of the United States. So Mueller's indictment. So what did we find on collusion with Russia? We've got 34 people indicted, three business entities indicted, 26 Russian individuals, You've got six Trump associates who've been charged with making false statements to either Congress or federal investigators about the investigation. You got Michael Flynn, sorry, you got Flynn, Michael Cohen, Paul Manafort, Gates, Papadopoulos, Roger Stone. You've got seven guilty pleas Manafort, Gates, Flynn, Cohen, Papadopoulos, uh, someone named Vanderzwan, and Pinedo. You've got five people sentenced to prison Vanderzwan, Papadopoulos, Pinedo, Cohen, Manafort. You got one person found guilty after a trial, Paul Manafort. So this is what we're going to call the collusion with Russia portion of the Mueller report. So he could not, according to the legal standards, find evidence sufficient to make him confident he could get an indictment higher up than the names that I've just given you. Still with me? Yep, still there. Now, that does not mean, I mean, but it's very clear. Russia wanted Donald Trump to win. Right. And wanted to help Trump win. Right. Donald Trump's campaign wanted Russia's help. Right. They were just unable, through their own mediocrity, to do this in an efficient way. And those that were able to have already been prosecuted. Okay. That's part one. Right. Now, part one is important because part one is the uh, what we call the collusion with Russia aspect. That would be the crime that was initially the special counsel was put together to investigate. Part two of the report is all about Donald Trump's obstruction of justice. Did he obstruct justice? Specifically, did he, did he do something to try to prevent prohibit, halt, stop, derail the Mueller report, the investigation to the Russian collusion from going forward. This is different. And this is going to be where the, po where the political parties break down. But this is different. So, you know, be honest, I encourage you to, you know, chime in and to read it. So I'm going to give you my take. My take on part two is that the special counsel laid out 
10 separate instances in which Donald Trump engaged in activities to halt, stop, derail the investigation. The special counsel did not charge Donald Trump with obstruction. His reasoning is shaky. He applied a test that would determine what was Donald Trump's intent at each of the times he engaged in any of these incidents. And to be quite honest, it seems like the special counsel, a few things happened. One, he was confused while Donald Trump would say explicit illegal shit to, to the public if he was trying to cover something up. It didn't make sense to him. In other words, it, Mueller was unclear about what Trump's state of mind was. Right. Does he have a criminal motive? Well, how could he, he have a criminal he, motive? Why would he that. say this public stuff? Because you wouldn't. No sane person would say this. Right. If you're trying to cover it up. But there are two incidents. One incident is that Donald Trump asked the White House uh, legal counsel uh, to fire Special Investigator Robert Mueller. And then there was another where he asked the same legal counsel again uh, to say that that would be because Mueller has, uh, you know, a conflict of interest, unknown conflict of interest. He also asked the same legal counsel to ask Mueller's boss at the time, the deputy attorney general, to fire him. I don't know how much more you could obstruct justice than to have the person who's tasked with, you know, looking into whether or not you committed a crime fired. I don't really know what else you need. But for Mueller, that wasn't enough. I don't know. I don't know if it's enough either. So the picture that Mueller's 10 instance paint is that Donald Trump would go to a member of his cabinet and ask them to do something that's illegal. Right. They would think about it on their own and not do it. As a result of not doing the thing Donald Trump told them to do, the the illegal thing never happened. Right. So Trump's intent is the same. He still wanted them to do these things, which is obstruction of justice. Uh, if justice but the fact that the person that he told to do it doesn't do it. Right. That doesn't mean that there's no crime or conspiracy to commit a crime. Mm. We have informants all the time. Let me do it this way. If I say, if I, if I ask somebody to kill my wife, right? we've seen these in the news, and that person says, you know, goes to the police that this person wants, was, is engaging in this. What happens to that person that wants the wife killed? Well, they get arrested if there's proof that they asked a person to kill them. But the person is all right. So these are this is testimony that's being submitted to the to our uh, uh, special investigator Mueller under penalty of perjury. Right. So these people are coming clean about what they were asked to do, right? Or allegedly asked to do. Well, sure. Uh, these are one-on-one um, reports, uh, one-on-one uh, interviews, right? Contemporaneous notes, right? So. I don't know 
why is it that because Trump's initial motive was to obstruct the prosecution of the investigation into the Trump campaign's Russian activities, I don't understand why him wanting to do that and him giving instructions to someone in his staff to do that is not sufficient in and of itself. It's the same, and I don't, it's the same thing. I don't thing. think you'll find a lot of legal scholars that will agree. I don't understand why that was not enough. It should be inconsequential whether or not the individual carried out the president's orders that were given to him. What's important is what was the order given by the president. But you'd have to have proof of the order. And somebody just saying that was the order doesn't constitute le- a, a legal issue. It has to, to be yes, right. There, there are 10 instances. So what you're, what you're actually talking about is kind of the argument that maybe the issue that maybe Mueller ran into. Right. So, and Trump did not agree to speak with Mueller. And the written question, the responses to written questions he submitted to Mueller were only about phase one, which was the collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. Right. What does Trump say about his memory? I don't know. It's not good, I'm sure. That's not what Trump says about his own memory. He says it's perfect. Right. Huge. And those written responses, I don't know, I don't recall, I don't know, I don't recall, I don't know, I don't recall, or what we call boilerplate. Boilerplate responses end in I don't know and I don't recall. I can Almost either, I can either the, confirm or deny. responses to these questions. Oliver North, I can either confirm nor deny. I like it. And, and so here's what special counsel Mueller ran into. Can I subpoena a sitting president? As much as I'd like that answer to be clear, it's not. Right. But all Donald Trump would have to do is say he didn't remember, though. There, there, there's, if there's not a text message no, 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 or be honest, a document... No, no, not going to get to that point first. He's going to fight the subpoena and says, I'm not coming and you can't make me. Of course. And I would, too. You would, too. Okay. All right. So, so Mueller knew that. So what is... So Mueller is going to come out with, I can't quite get to the beyond reasonable doubt standard. Right. All right. Be honest. Do you know why? Do you do you know you know what grounds there are to impeach a president? I know that if there's all this smoke, a president should be impeached. That's I'll just say that. How about that? <laughs> right. That's fair because because what I what I alluded to earlier was it doesn't really matter <laughs> right. if the person carried out what he said. What matters is our commander in chief and leader of the free world and the world's you know premier democracy is trying to uh, engage in illegal acts. Well, if, if he's trying to do that, he shouldn't be in the job. Allegedly, he's trying to. But, I, but I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is it's still alleged because it's, it's still people's saying, people saying this. It's not necessarily documented anywhere in a, in a memo or in text message or anything that they can prove or corroborate. It's really just one-on-one. No, 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 no. That's not true. That's what, I need, that's, that's what I need to hear. Contemporaneous notes. That's what I need to For hear. For some of these people of things that were said to them, that they wrote, they wrote down the note at the time they were told to do the thing. Okay, but but there still has to be somebody corroborating that, or there has to be something other than just their memory and them saying it was happening. Because e- easily, ten people could get together and say, "Hey, we're going to conspire against him, and we're going to figure out a way to get him up out of here." And that may be us coming up with these ideas of things he's told us to do. What did he tell you to do? Well, he didn't really say to do that, but let's just say he did. Okay, write that down. You see what I'm saying? Like, there still needs to be some proof. If if you if you tell somebody to kill your wife, if it wasn't in a text message or it wasn't in writing somewhere, then you're you're not going to go to jail for that. There's just no way if Liam Neeson 
wanted to kill a black person, but he he didn't find one. There's no crime in almost doing a in almost doing a crime. There has to be a, there has to be a crime there. And if there's no proof, real proof that Donald Trump asked these people to carry out these acts, then it you can't you can't take him to court on it. That's you, not the situation. Well, let me rephrase. Proof, evidence, is always weighed by triers of fact. Right. Judges, juries. Right. You always, you, no, you don't always have someone say something in writing. Right. Sometimes it is testimony. Right. Well, and you, testimony you, is weighed. Who's more credible? You know what, though? So, Kunta, but, well, let me, let me I'm finish not, this. I'm, so I'm not Mueller arguing you. I'm not arguing you. I didn't want to go true. down that path. Right. Because to get to that path requires you to have a challenge that's never been made in this country. Right. Which is convict a sitting president. Or, well, no, not even convict. Indict a sitting president. Of criminal of criminality, right? And so, what he did was he laid out all of this evidence, and there's it's a lot more detail, far more than I'm giving you. It's pretty detailed. He's right. a meticulous man, Mueller. Right. So, what does we live in a? We were taught in school that we live in a system of checks and balances. So, in a system of checks and balances. The trial of Donald Trump's actions as president and his suitability to be president, that's in the parlance of the United States Congress. That's why we have impeachment proceedings. That's why we're able to impeach people. And here's where the politics come in. It's unclear whether the Democrats would rather have the opportunity to run against Donald Trump with these allegations to call raise concerns in independent voters and voters on his base rather than comply with their constitutional duties of bringing an impeachment charge when a president shows that he is unfit for office because he regularly willfully engages attempts to engage in illegality same charge goes against the Republicans that they are going to continue to support a man despite all of this new evidence has come out that's questioned his fitness for office and his moral standards based on his willingness to engage in illegality and his lack of concern, lack of care, outright disrespect for constitutional law, rules and regulations and standards. I don't know if they're going to impeach because they're, 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 it, we live in, in, a, in a time where everything is so political. It's just, it's just politics. Yeah. It's not about the rules of law anymore at all. Right. It's not even about what's right for the country. It's about, well, I think this. So you think that? Well, I fucking hate you. Right. It, we live in the spite your nose, cut off your nose to spite your face time. There is absolutely no question that impeachment proceedings should be started. Let me ask you a question. So you watch football, or you used to before the uh, protest, right? I'm back. Okay, good. So my question is, you know how, and I'm sure you agree, if you were, I, mean, I don't know if you've ever played football before. But, yep. Okay. So, remember. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. So you know for a fact then that on every single play, somebody held there was a holding call that could have been called on every single play true or false i know where you want to go just answer my question let me go there <laughs> let me tell you what the holding plate call is okay the holding call <laughs> yeah. on this 
is the equivalent of on every possession. Remember the the Saints and the uh, Rams game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be the equivalent of that. Every possession, there's something blatantly Flagrant, wrong like, yeah. not within the rules happening. <laughs> right. It's not like, you know, somebody kind of grabbed, I got a white I got a white glove, you got on a white jersey, you can't really see it. No. If somebody got their <laughs> clock cleaned in an illegal way. Here's my argument, though, Kunta, is that I'm not sure that every president before Trump was doing the same type stuff. It's just that social media is a different animal now. And the things that Bush was able to cover up, we never knew about. The things that Clinton covered up, we never knew about. It, it started coming into into, vis, into visibility when during Obama's time, but it, it wasn't quite what it is honest, right now. This is not normal shit. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think that the, the the case that you've made is very plain and it makes sense. Even if even if he never committed the crimes, the fact he that kept he kept asking people to do it. The fact that he's even in the neighborhood of any of this shit means that at least he needs to be impeached. Maybe not convicted, but at least at the very least impeached. I, I get it. You presented a very good case. I can't fight it. I can't refute it. What I'm you saying know the problem with impeachment is that they might not get in the Senate because as I said, politics right now are so partisan and fucked up. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, well, you know, no collusion, man. This is just a witch hunt. Yeah, because, you know, people are so afraid of losing who they perceive to be their base without doing the work to determine if that is, in fact, actually still the base. I'll put it like in this. In Texas, people will assume that they are a red state. That motherfucker is purple. <laughs> it, it's purple and the Texas state uh, elections are going to change and they're going to they're going to go bluer than they were and so people are are too scared to do the work of what who are my constituents really um, and what do they think of this and so they're just defaulting and like a, it's like an echo chamber there's defaulting and oh you're, you're red I'm blue so yeah. fuck you no fuck you I think I think come to the house of cards to show this on Netflix is not as far off base as we like to, you know, we want to make it fiction. I think that there's a lot of realism in House of Cards. And I don't believe that was written about Trump or Obama. I think it was written about times before both of them. So yeah, it was about the Clintons, man. So I, I, you said it. I didn't want to say it. So what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying is that, yes, I, 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 I concede on the Trump thing. He probably should be impeached. I concede. But what I'm also saying is that there's an underlying issue that's far deeper and, and, and further back than Trump. I think that now our next president is going to be a very interesting thing because we've lived through this Donald Trump social media fracas. So our next time, like if it, it, I, I, can, I can let some people get, a, get by with the fact that they elected Donald Trump this time. Because, you know, we were really just getting into the no and we didn't realize that it, it was this ugly and this deep. I think a lot of people are waking up to how deep and ugly this whole thing can be if voting is not done the proper way. The next one that happens, it's going to be a far different election. It'll be a far different candidate. Everything is going to change. However, I can't pretend like that Trump is the first one to ever break a, a law of more morality or criminal law. Oh, I'm not saying that at all. Not at all. I'm not saying that at all. It's just that the you got to put all this stuff together. Remember last week we talked about uh, Border Patrol, uh, the border issue, and Trump telling the head of this uh, CBP that he would pardon him if for if he got you know if he got uh, indicted on on breaking right. the federal law as well as international. He would he would indict he he would pardon him. Right. It's just a blatant disregard for not only our laws, but the very constitutional system we have itself. You know, Donald Trump has said 
that the Constitution is unfair to him? <laughs> he said this shit. I'm, I'm not making it up. <sighs> this is, this is, so, so no, it's not about dirty politics. This is a guy who has no understanding whatsoever for any of the structures. You know, I, re- I, I, I heard from NPR the other day that as part of this collusion thing, as the transition camp, uh, camp uh, the transition group team was making into the White House, that they one of the one of the individuals was contacted by someone purporting to be a Russian oligarch who wanted to put them in in, in touch with Vladimir Putin. Okay. This woman had so little understanding of how things work and connections with Washington that her and Jared Kushner had to run around to find someone to from the Russian embassy to verify whether or not this was a real person or not. What do I mean? I mean that they literally came in with very little to no understanding how either A, anything works in Washington, right. B, how to get things done in Washington, you know, or C, you know, even a care, if they, even if they knew all those things, would they care? Don't know. So this whole... You know, this idea that this is just, you know, oh, well, they're all angels, dirty faces. Obama still does stuff. You know, Clinton did stuff. No, this is a crisis. And this is what I see when Donald Trump was elected. This is kind of the alarm bells. Mm. The crises, because you got somebody who doesn't know how anything works. Yet he's done a lot of stuff that's worked out. So I don't want I don't want to discredit all the things that's worked out. Yes, there's been some prison. Like, okay, here's the thing, right? The collusion idea, the way he got in office, I get it. I see it. I, I know what you're saying. And I'm saying the collusion is probably far worse than they're going to tell us. No, I, but I'm, I'm going to go on record. FBI, are you listening? I'm going to go on record. I believe that actual votes were changed, and they don't want to tell the states because that would cause chaos. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. But that's, that's, that withstanding, we're going to leave that there. What I'm saying there. is what I'm saying is that the rest of the work, the rest of the country, like all the things you promised me that were gonna be so awful and sucky, they haven't sucked. They haven't been awful. From the taxes to prison reform to unemployment, none of that shit has, has happened like you said it was gonna happen. The sky didn't fall. He may have gotten in office on a crazy way. There may have been some things that were underhanded and, and very criminal that happened behind the scenes with his election and the, be honest, the, the, the let, let me let me let me let me tell you why this is that way. Remember what I told you? That the Russians wanted him to win. Yeah. And his he and his team wanted the Russians to help him win. Yes. But then I said, but they were too, uh, you know, they were incompetent to make it happen. Okay. So, what we've done is we've been pedaling a bicycle since he's been elected with no so the bicycle was pedaled then stopped it's just been coasting so the bike is just coasting oh come on man i don't believe that i don't believe that well there are many of his departments that are not even at full staff so you're telling me the, the department country, of justice the, not even so you're telling staff. me the country is running at a at a coasting rate but it's still su- succeeding because there was so much no, great work done before. A lot of things are not being paid attention to and are simply carrying forward. Two and a half years now, the later, the things that he's actually impacted that are going to go are going to fuck with things going forward are all these judicial appointments that have been pushed through. Okay. Luckily, like Betsy DeVos, his secretary of education, she can't get any of her budgets through. Why? Because we we won the house. 
the Democrats won the House. Right. And so a lot of the a lot of the policies certain people in his cabinet want to do and put forward can't happen because they're getting stoned in the House. Now, the things he's actually responsible for, like the border. Prison and, reform is not him? Prison and, reform and, is not him? Sorry? Prison reform. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with him? You and I had this conversation when it happened that we that he probably doesn't even know what he signed. He has no idea. Oh, come on. Kushner, we, then Kushner we can't give him that, credit for the border Kushner, either. Then. Kushner did that because Kushner and Kim Kardashian spearheaded that. Yeah. If we can't, because if Kardashian not, loves her some black dudes and Kushner's daddy was arrested during the formative years of his childhood. If we're not so going to give special, him credit for that, we can't give him credit for the border either. And don't be one-sided. If he doesn't, if he didn't know what the hell was going on in the, on the prison reform, he probably didn't know what the hell was going on with the border too. We cannot. Oh no, he ran on that. He ran on the border. We he can't ran blame him. him. He ran on keeping people. We out. can't he blame him on, on one side without blaming him on the other. Either he's either he's doing some positive things and some things he's got his head in his ass, or or we're gonna have to give him. We're gonna have to either give him credit for something or we can't give him credit for anything. We can't just, we can't pick and choose. If you like, you know, I'm not going to go through it. If you'd like, whatever. I'm All not right. really going to plant a flag and down that. Sure, whatever. Prison reform. Okay, well, let's look at the other things that happened. So the border situation has deteriorated at uh-huh. a massive rate. Okay. Largely in part of the shit he's been saying. The Ma- shit he's been saying encouraged more people to come. Why? Because they're afraid doors going to shut for good. Yeah. So they, uh, they should, though. Did you read that story about there's a militia that's been detaining people in New Mexico? I didn't read that. Yeah, there's a militia that's been de- detaining uh, asylum seekers, and they were just recently busted by the FBI. Like yesterday, their leader was arrested uh, for you know guns. He's a former felon. They're they're detaining people. So earlier we talked about uh, how some people, you know, want one thing, other people's want another, and some don't care. I read something the other day that said the United States, with regards to the border issue and regards, quite frankly, to the, uh, the police brutality issue we talked about, is hitting the same thing that Germany did in the early 30s, which is you realize that one third of your people would kill another one third of the people while the other one third just watches. That kind of is an explanation on where we are as a country and our politics and while we're at this crazy time in, here, in history, what do we do? I don't know. I do know Trump's not the person to do it. There's enough political motive to not impeach him, to run against him as is, even though he's done clearly impeachable shit. There will be people that don't give a fuck about any of this stuff that was in the Mueller report. I don't know how you could not care, but there are people that don't care. There are people that don't care that, you know, what he's done with the border. And people who are upset about the uh, prison reform. Upset. That's a bad move. How dare he? He doesn't get it. So I don't, I don't, I don't know where we go. We're in a weird spot. How weird? Last week, three churches burned in Louisiana Parish. Um, they were burned down by the uh, sh- by a sheriff's child. Can you guess the race? Uh, white. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And last week, uh, Notre- the no- Notre Dame Cathedral burned. Okay. So you have two events in the same week. You with me? Yep. 
What event do you think Donald Trump spoke about? I don't know that he didn't speak about both. Okay, he's only spoke about one. Which one do you think he spoke about? Um, the one in the stateside. Nope. Tragedy in Paris. They should rebuild. Now they're trying to figure out how to pledge some money into Paris. I mean, to France. But didn't he say it in a, he said like a joke. It wasn't like he was supporting it. He was like, you know, they should have, I thought he had like a, some advice and it was like, it was like side eye. Yeah, he also had a advice on how to put out the flames because, you know, he slept in the Holiday Inn. Right. So that was part of it as well. Um, here's my deal. Friend of the show. Hopefully he has all of his organs still attached in their original starting places. Prince Reggie is from Haiti. Do you know that Haiti today is still paying France for its quote-unquote independence? Mm, didn't care. So, I'll look at it like this. Why can't they use that money? You got all these French billionaires popping up and you got them asking for money to rebuild it. I want them to use that money. How about we try to use our money here in the United States to rebuild those black churches? By the way, because of the thing in Notre, Notre Dame, people have the same reaction that I'm having. And uh, donations to rebuild those three historically black churches, one of them was 130 years old, have, have gone skyrocketed. So that's one positive that that's came cool. out of it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but, you know, it seems with this president and with a lot of people in this country, it's not the immigration issue. It's the skin tone of the immigrants issue. On my own Facebook timeline, I had a white native from Louisiana try to explain to me how much more important the Notre Dame church was than the three historically black churches in Louisiana. You know what our reasoning was? Nope. History. One's more important than history. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't care about either one of them. Yeah, I mean... You know, I, I figured, like, you know, why can't our make-believe be on the same level as Francis' make-believe? That's I agree. really all I'm saying about it. I agree. Yeah. Anywho, so, Mueller report. Totally not what uh, Attorney General Barr said it was in his four-page summary of the 400 pages. <laughs> right. Um, paints the president in terrible light. CNN reports that Donald Trump is now, when it first came out, Trump, because he's an idiot, said it was great, excellent, no collusion, no obstruction. After hearing the news coverage about it, by the way, they gave President Trump's legal team uh, at least 24 hours advance read of the thing before it was released. So um, after hearing the news coverage and seeing that, you know, these 10 incidents paint him as someone who his staff ignore so as they don't break the law, Paint him as a weak person that should be, you know, handled and ignored and doesn't understand, you know, rules, the laws, etc. He's now calling it, what, do you, what, is, what was his word? He's now calling it a made up or something like that. Talking about fake notes. Basically, he's trying to call it fake news and, uh, and something created by Democrats. <laughs> Robert Mueller is a lifelong Republican and still will be. It's, it's just, it's just, it's to me, it, it's just, uh, it, it paints a picture of an insane person who occupies the most important job in this country. Right. And that is why we have impeachment proceedings. 
All right, man. We're fucked. I don't know what's going to happen. But you know what I know we don't have yet? Be honest, you there? I'm here. I'm waiting on you to say spoiler alert for all the people who don't want to hear this part of the show. Nah, man. Fuck them. <laughs> I told y'all last week. We ain't got to worry about the Night King at a goddamn door. <laughs> With these fucking undead frost zombies. Man. That was my shit. We had to talk about Be honest. Did you notice the looks that Melisandre and Grey Worm were getting? From uh, the whites, from the Starks and whatnot. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm familiar with that look. I don't know if you are, but I know what that look is. <laughs> Contempt. Yeah, I've seen that look. Why is her hair like that? Right. Yeah. No, so, actually, I mean, actually, I don't know why if are they meant to do it that way? Why are they on horses? Like a, yeah, why are they on horses? Right. Is, is that nigga reading back there? You know, all sorts of shit. <laughs> So it opens with uh with with, with John Snow and uh and Daenerys and their armies coming back through uh Winterfell and the Starks and so we start with the reunion. Man Arya, man. She's got a her face is, you know, is very distinct. I don't I don't think her face really works outside of a uh, Medieval type settings. Uh, okay. It's just real. It's real. You know, very. You know, medieval. Got a lot of character. Okay. You don't make faces like that no more. That life is hard. Like she's thugging it out all the time. So she just watched. So she was watching John come in, and she was making that face. Then she saw the hound. She lost her shit. It was like her and the hound was like uh Diddy and that meme with Diddy and that other dude was like, fuck you, no, fuck you. Right. But, uh, but yeah, man, so what was, what was your most favorite part of the episode? Oh, man. Um, I think my favorite part was the very end when Bran, who's been sitting out in the courtyard all week, uh, just chilling, and Jamie walks up, and that look that Jamie has, that was a look. They knew. Yeah, yep. that was a look. That was I think that was my favorite part just because it was it was so subtle, but reunite it and yeah. it, <laughs> it was like the last group of people that had to come together. Yeah. You know, here's my favorite. Is um what's his name? Gendry's? No, that's not his name. Yeah, Gendry. Uh, yeah, Gendry. Is talking to Daenerys and Sir Jorah. He's <laughs> like she tells he tells her where he's where he's from. Oh, she says. <laughs> oh, you talking about Sam? Yes, was that Sam? Sam, Sam yeah. yeah, Sam. Sam, when Sam, when Sam is talking to Daenerys about his dad. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Ooh, <laughs> talking about awkward. Is she evil, man? No, nah, I think she's. I think she's out of here, man. That's my prediction. She's. She's not. She can't. She's not fit. She's Donald Trump. She seems a little mad, kingish, insecure as fuck. Why does she have to tell him all that? She have to tell him none of that. None of that. None of it. <laughs> well, at least my brother will welcome me back. Oh no, he was standing beside your father when I went to college. <laughs> She's like, you got to hear it from me. Maybe she was being admirable and saying, well, "I want to hear it from me." I made my nipples hard. I'd love to tell you I regret it, but that'd be a lie. <laughs> 
Dragons, bitch. <laughs> right. Whatever they want to eat. Yeah. And so, Jon Snow, man, they, uh, Sam told him. Yeah. So, hey, man. He didn't tell him how I would tell him. Right. I would I would have focused more on the whole Daenerys being your aunt. You should probably stop sleeping with her deal, but no. Right. But and how- John didn't take it that way. No. Well, we don't know how he took it, really. He did. He said, I don't want it. What? I- it kind of cut away what? before. It cut away before we could actually get the real, you know what I'm saying? Like, what really is about to happen. How do you think Daenerys is going to take this shit? I don't think she's going to take it well. Like a spoiled brat? Like how she's been acting in the past couple of episodes? Yeah, it's not going to go well. They don't like me. They don't like me. Man, it's not going to go well at all. Um, Sansa. <sighs> Bitch, I see you. <laughs> I can't even be mad at you. Do you? You done been through the storm and the rain? I feel you. All right. All right, all right, all right. She's the Cersei of the, of the, of the North. Right. Yeah, for real. That's what I was about to say, 2.0. Yeah, so, all right. You know, if I've been through all the shit you've been through, I'm, yeah, okay. And when, you, when she talked, she was talking to uh, uh, Tyrion, and she's like, I used to think you were the most clever man there was. Right. And he's like, wait, wait, what? Well, she said cleverest, but I'll, I'll, I'll give him the, that it's back in uh, the day, and they didn't have... So, I was like, what? Because she, she asked him straight out. So... Cersei said she's sending troops and you just believe her? Right. Speaking of Cersei, since when we start doing off-panel sex, sex, when that, since when did that happen? Right. You know what I'm talking about? Talking about with oh, the Euron. Yeah, when do we start doing off-panel sex scenes? I don't... Right, let's see that. It's not really why I watch the show. Let's see that shit. That kind of, that was, uh, apart from the fact that it happened, that was kind of off-putting. Yeah, it's not, you know that's not you're not that's not what the fans are here. One of my favorite scenes was when she walked nude through the um, shame. Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes. It is. I think it was body double though. Yeah, but even, it was. Uh, so what? Uh, just yeah, like man. Daenerys so, is so, in the first hmm. season. All right, so let's do it this way, man. So he, you tied up on a boat, and the same nigga <laughs> that ran when you got caught. Right. Oh, when I say ran. I don't know if you can run dishonorably. <laughs> I don't know if you can make a dishonorable act even more dishonorable. There's got to be a word for a, a dishonorable run. There has to be somewhere a word for that. Even his jump off the boat was awkward. He jumped with his feet up in the air like he was saying, yay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a bitch. <laughs> his, head, his head tilted to where his heels were. Like, it was like. <laughs> you know I'm a bitch. <laughs> I ain't got no dick. <laughs> Took my balls too. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> it's like you know, I, I'm not here for a redemption arc for him. I'm just not. I am. Why? Because of that Ramsey shit, man. The way that Theon was done with the whole Ramsey thing, he got a he got a real bad shape. He needs man. a whole ass redemption arc. Come on, man. Come on, man. Give that man a chance to redeem himself, man. He he's gonna die, but I think he's gonna die admirably. Yeah, he's gonna die admirably. And that's cool. Yeah. So anyway, so Huron came back with Cersei with the. Uh, with the army, I forget what they call it. It's like a mm, the company, the gold company. The gold company, yeah, yeah. And and she's like, uh, "Where the elephants?" Right. He's like, <laughs> "I like where you're going with that." <laughs> right. They don't travel well, but I did. You know what I brought? That's as good as elephants. More troops. Right. And she's like, "They got dragons, goddammit. it, dragons." 
What's the elephant going to do to a dragon? Help you with dragon. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking the same thing. I, like, I mean, well, you know what Cersei said. Cersei said, let the monsters kill themselves and they'll deal with what's left. I think she's going to team up with the, uh, with the Night King in some, in some crazy way. Night King ain't got time for no uh, human bullshit. You can't talk to Night King. <laughs> yeah. You can't get there. You know, if you a human to a night king is just a motherfucker ain't been turned yet. Right. Yeah. So what's better? Yeah. What's what's better than your night army? New night army. Right. It's like Cersei, you look really good. You look even better if you could. If I could get rid of that tan, you guys. Right. So <laughs> so give me give me yeah. your prediction. Who dies this season? Who are the people that's gonna die? John's gonna die. John Snow. He's already dead. Give me somebody else. No, but no, he's gonna stay dead though. Oh, okay. Because oh, I think that's the point of him coming back is to do this thing and then die. Okay. That I, bitch Sansa might wind up sitting on, might wind up the crown. Sansa? Ooh, I never thought about that. I I wasn't considering Because Daenerys is going to have to die because of reasons. Because she's, Daenerys is just done, she's doing a reverse Sansa. Right. Like, she had all this shit done to her. But now she's kind of doing much of the same shit to other people. Right. And and that's and it's not new. It's been this way for a while. That she's just, you know, she's unreasonable. She has no problem killing people. Right. And and even Tyrion's like, oh no, that was another way to do this. And so um so I think she's gotta get up out of here. What about um, what about Tyrion? Arya's gotta go. You think Arya's going? She didn't kill too many people, man. Too I liked. I, I liked. I liked her this episode, though. So prior you can to like all you want, she's a she's an assassin. Her and Gendry. <laughs> her and Gendry are about to, to you know do the huckabuck, and I, think, I hope they do the huckabuck. And then you know, but she's an assassin. She wears people's faces, man. Yeah, but they're gonna run off somewhere. He's a Baratheon. They're gonna hide. That's for the next episode. I mean, the next um the next telling. No, the next telling is is in the past, not the future. So, I heard that. No, she, heard she that. gotta go. Yeah, um, Tyrion. Bran's got to go because he's just creepy as fuck. Bran's Nobody not a human anymore. Shit. Yeah, I don't even like seeing his face on the screen. Nah, it's like so. That so for me, the Jamie Bran thing was all on Jamie's end, not Bran. Right. Bran keeps saying, "I'm not Bran. I'm right. a three eyed raven." Like whatever, nigga. All right. You know what? He was actually nice to Jon Snow when John he when he met Jon. Yeah. Everybody else, he was kind of an asshole with. I'm not Bran. Right. When John is like, "Oh, you're a man now." All he said was, am I? <laughs> Look at my legs, man. Look at my legs. <laughs> Sorry. That's not right. Yeah. This but is, accurate. This is the worst uh, Game of Thrones dialogue that I think anybody has done. We, we're scatterbrained everywhere, man. It doesn't matter. If you watch it, you watch it. If you yeah. don't watch it, you shouldn't be listening to us. We chop it up. Um, what about Tyrion? That's my, that's my dude. Tyrion is my guy. Yeah, he's not going to die. They're showing, I, yeah, gonna, flaws, they're showing a lot of flaws. They're showing a lot of flaws in him. To die. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Jamie must kill Cersei. Yeah, yeah. Got a closed loop. What's better than being a king slayer? A king and a queen slayer at the same damn time. Yeah, I feel like it's got to be him. So Bronn is gonna just tw- switch sides, maybe. Mm, when he gets there yeah. to kill him, he's he, like, well, nah. he's not gonna do what they ask him to do. You know that shit. He ain't gonna yeah. do that. Yeah. Say, hey, guy, they want me to fucking kill you. What'd you tell him? Well, I told him Woods, but not. Yeah, he's not going to do that. Yeah. He doesn't like Cersei as is. She already took away his castle and his wife. So what is he going to do? Right. Yeah, he can't even fucking peace. See, 
I could have done without his scene. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you mean. I could have. I didn't need that. I needed that that Huron Cersei scene. Right. I needed to see her being like a cold fish doing nothing. <laughs> and him thinking it's the greatest thing ever. And then that creepy shot, I'm going to put her prince in there. And she started crying. It's like, oh, is she really pregnant? Nah. No, no way. No way. She's trying to get pregnant, I think. I don't know anymore. I thought she was. Nah, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What, uh, what about- oh, by the way, so John was on that dragon. How come Daenerys didn't, like, think, hey, this is some weird shit? Right, right. I don't know. Like, you know, not only has he not barbecued him. He let him ride. now you letting him. That should have been a big hint right there. This is weird. Yeah, it's uh, she's she's not she's not the one to me. I um I, I'm I'm counting on her. I I'm looking forward to her dying. To be honest, I used to like her, but I, I'm good. I'm the two people I want. Uh, the two people I like the most are Tormund, the uh, the wildling dude. Please and, let him get some of that Brianna Bria, Bria Tarth just for one real. time, for one real. night only. For real, him and him and uh, Tyrion are my favorite characters. So. I feel like he's gonna cry when he do it. Of course he is. He's gonna he's gonna break down like a bitch. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but I need that, though. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I need that. Oh, man. And uh, so, you know, I'm excited for what's going to happen this evening. Uh, I think I'm ready, which means I'm not ready. Right. And uh, so, you know, you know, we'll see. But the more I think about it, and maybe this will change next week, but I, I think Sansa might wind up on that Iron Throne when it's all said and done. That's wild, but it's possible. I mean, Cersei's got to die. Yeah, Daenerys has to die. Yep, as you point out, John is already dead. Yep. Oh, we want to stop calling him that. We want to stop calling his but say his real name. All of them. All oh, right. Aegon the something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Aegon the sixth of his name or some shit. So there, there are lots of of theories out there on the net that the prince who was promised or the princess who was promised, as they try to change it last season to make it be about Daenerys, is about neither one of them, but actually about their baby. And the promise is to the Night King as a sacrifice to keep them at bay and back up north. Nah. No? See, Judge R.R. Uh, R. R. Martin is just making this shit up as he goes. Right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm like literally. Right. Literally making it up. Yeah, they're so off book. tells the better story is what he's going to say. Yeah, they're off book, so... Yeah, and he's already got this new deal to do a prequel of all this shit, so right. he has to wrap this. Got you. Anyway, so so that's it for the greatest show going today. We'll go and watch it tonight. I cannot wait. And uh and then we'll see. And we're gonna talk about we're gonna spoil this shit again next week. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because it's a cultural event. You should be watching. You really if you should be watching, that's on you. Yeah, you really should be watching. And, you know, and, and, and hell, hell, it might be even be more organized next week. I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it is to me. I just. I it like, might be. I don't even know. I like talking this about might it. Become a, this might become a whole ass thing on Black on Both Sides because, because, because it's our podcast. That's why. That's why. That's why. Anyway, listeners, I appreciate you hanging in. King Kunta is still homeless, but he's trying to do what he can. You know, we're going to get back on track probably. I don't know. Two weeks, man, I think. Okay. Two weeks. All right. Okay, well, anything else, Beyonce? That's it. Black on both sides where nothing is black and white.